I'm Amber Peterson, and you're listening to Mamas and Money, episode 46, Worth the Wait. Did you know that creating confidence with your money will change your life? My name is Amber Peterson. I'm a mother, licensed financial professional, and a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And if you're ready, let's take this journey together. I'm so grateful to be with each of you today and to be able to share with you a little bit about what's been going on and also about the importance of the weight. And I've really been thinking about this a lot lately um, because of what's been happening. I've actually been dealing with a respiratory virus. And because of that, it has caused me to slow way down and really realize the importance of the weight and how that plays into our lives, into our decision-making and what it could mean for our own enjoyment in our lives as well. And it's just been so fascinating to be ill (laughs) because being ill really caused me to slow down. And I think we as moms and as wives and as women in general are so busy We have so much going on, so much that we want to do, so much that we want to accomplish that nobody's got time to be sick, but because of being sick and slowing down, it's really helped me see the importance of the weight. And I want to share that with you today. And I think it could be a huge help to you on your journey as well. So with that being said, I want to address first off, why do we not like to wait? (laughs) We don't like to wait. And there's a big reason for that. Um, Well, actually several reasons for that. In fact, why don't we like to wait? Well, because we've been taught not to. If you think about our world today, everything is faster, instantaneous, immediate. We need to have everything right now. If you think about, um, I was was kind of pondering some of this, and even when we go to eat, we go to fast food restaurants, we order, and then we expect just a few minutes later to have our food right in front of us, hot and ready to go. Some restaurants even say, hey, as soon as you walk in the door, you should have something that is ready for you, hot and ready to take with you to as food. It's just been part of our how our society has been developed. We also have instant access to shows and entertainment on our devices. We have instant access to text messaging, to reach out to people, phone, um, instant, like messenger, right? All of these different things in our technology uh, that help has helped teach us that we don't like to wait. And we do have some amazing technologies in our world today that make life so much more convenient, um, being able to accomplish so many things in a short amount of time. But at the same time, that technology has also increased our desire to have things now, to have the information now, to have the things we want now, to have the goals we want to accomplish right now instead of waiting. And the other thing that is really interesting to know is that your beautiful brain, my beautiful brain, all of our brains want to see progress and waiting doesn't show progress usually in the immediate. And so really it's counterintuitive to how we are designed. 
and how our brains are designed because our brains want to see that we're progressing, that we're moving forward. And when it doesn't see that, it doesn't like it. And we sometimes can feel the effects of that in what we think, what we feel, and it causes us to go through the hard. And I was thinking about this and thinking about especially what I've been through. And we can have thoughts of why is this taking so long? Is it working? Am I going to be able to accomplish what I want to accomplish? Something's gone wrong, which is a big one for me. And facing those thoughts also cause us to feel emotion. So if we have something like, is it working? We try to answer that for ourselves. We may feel something like overwhelmed. We don't like feeling overwhelmed. We don't like how that feels in our body. So we do everything we can to avoid feeling overwhelmed, right? Or you might confront maybe some questions about, do I need to change something? Is this working for me? What do I need to do to change my results? And that's what I call getting through the hard because it's a lot for us to consider. How many of us sit down and really think about how we think, what we believe, what's going on through our heads and how, what it's causing for us in our own lives. And it's not usually on the to-do list. It's not usually on the to-do list to stop and think about what we're thinking about or how we're feeling or our belief systems. And sometimes that can feel like another thing on our list, but it can make a huge difference, especially going through the way and accomplishing what you really want to accomplish and creating the life you want to create. Also, it means delayed gratification. And once again, society has taught we should not wait. We should have our things shipped to us right now. We should have food right now. We should have a reply from someone or reach out to someone right now. And when we wait, we have to delay getting things right now and the satisfaction or the gratification of having that right now. And that can be really, really difficult, right? Because once again, it's not part of what we have been taught and it's not part of what we're used to doing. So we don't have very much practice in it. So it can feel very uncomfortable once again, going through and getting through the hard of being able to, and being willing to experience delayed gratification. So it's easy to say we don't like to wait and it's very counterintuitive to what we are designed to do. But many things that we do with our money incorporates waiting and it affects future you. So what you choose today will affect future you tomorrow. And your choices that you make today affects how she can thrive tomorrow. And that's why I really wanted to address this topic and knowing why the weight is so important and really what it can do for you and your money. So one of the things I wanted to talk about was something like saving. Saving is a perfect example of waiting <laughs> because it means and requires us to not spend money today for something that we want or need, but it causes us to wait and spend that money later on. 
Now, what can that do for future you? Well, let's think about it. Let's say that future you, and you know, down the road, you want to take a vacation and you know, to take that vacation, you need to save up money to make that possible. So what you have to then decide is, okay, how much am I going to save and for how long to be able to allow future you to take that trip? Now, once again, that saving that money means, okay, we have to delay their gratification of spending and using that money. It means we have to confront all of the different emotions and maybe uncomfortableness, <laughs> if that's a word, feeling uncomfortable in waiting and being able to say, hey, look, we are progressing. We're learning how to save. We're learning how to have this money for our future selves. And the end result of that is that future you now gets to take a vacation without going into debt and really enjoying using that money for that reason. And let's even look at it a little different scenario. Let's say that money is an emergency fund instead of a vacation. That sometimes can be even a little bit more difficult to save because we don't have a fund and result that we're looking for, like a vacation. We might say, oh, we're going to save this for an emergency. So you're putting away this money, you're delaying your gratification, you're confronting your thoughts and feelings about saving this money and confronting your brain about how this maybe doesn't look like you're progressing. But if we project down in the future to a future you, and an emergency happens, then future you has money to rely on to help them get through that emergency and not compounding it with having to go into debt for that money to use in that emergency, right? So it's so important that we go through the wait and learn the importance of waiting. And we have the opportunity to enjoy the weight as well, that it doesn't have to be something we have to just get through and be miserable through, but that waiting is part of the journey, part of the process to help us become and create what we want to. And why is waiting so important? What can we find that could benefit us in the wait? Simply put, waiting requires you to grow and to learn and to take on certain experiences to help you become who you're meant to become and help you create the life that you want. And I wanted to break that down a little bit more about the importance of waiting that it can be in your life. Now, there can be other things on top of this as well, of course, but I wanted to give you some options here and why the waiting can be so important. It helps us acknowledge our thoughts and beliefs around money and work on them. Now, this one does take more of a conscious effort for sure. But when we tend to slow down and be willing to go through the wait, we can also step take a step back and think about why do we use money the way we do? Why do we think about money the way that we, that we do? Why do we believe what we do around money? Because here's the bottom line, what you think and believe around money, the mindset you have around money will translate into what you do and accomplish with your money. There's really no other way around it. 
we could take two very similar people who think completely differently about money and you're, they're going to have completely different results because it's what we think and believe that translates to what we feel and the actions we take, which then contributes to our results. So if you're someone that thinks I can accomplish anything I want to with money, it's a tool that can be used to better my life and the life of others. You may notice in your life that you have more abundance with money, that you have bring more in that you can use for you and others. If you think money is always scarce, you may notice in your life that money is always hard to come by, that it's not very readily available for you, that it's something you have to work really, really hard for. And it all comes down to what you think and believe about money. And that's why we talk about that so much here, because it's so, so important to your results with money. So when you slow down, when you realize that the waiting is part of the journey and you start to take a conscious look at your thoughts and your beliefs, that can completely change or enhance your results with money, depending on what you're already thinking and believing about money. Also, it helps us delay gratification and learn how to have that skill of delayed gratification. You know, I think about <laughs> when I was younger, I don't know if any of you have experienced this, but we would get cereal for breakfast and on the back of a cereal box, it would have usually like a little trinket or something that you could send off for. So if you ate so much cereal and you sent in some information, they said, hey, we will mail this toy back to you within six to eight weeks. Unheard of today. My kids would be like, what? That's ridiculous. I'm not going to wait six to eight weeks for a little toy. But that's what it was back in the day. It was being willing to wait that time, willing to delay that gratification to have later on. And it didn't make it the toy any less enjoyable. Sometimes the wait even made the toy more enjoyable because you had to go through the wait. And that skill is just not being taught today where we delay that gratification. We're willing to go through the wait to then experience, maybe even a, an enhanced experience of finally getting to our goal and sacrifice as well. That's also something I think, at least I look at my kids sometimes as not a readily available message to say, let's wait on this today, wait on that enjoyment today and sacrifice maybe that enjoyment today for a later date, right? So maybe sacrificing spending money today to go on vacation later on, right? So, and each of those kind of fall under the category of lessons learned or lessons you can learn in the weight is learning the skill of delayed gratification, sacrifice. Some of the other lessons we can learn is patience. I think that one is a huge one. It goes hand in hand with some of those other ones of being patient, patient with the results, patient with the progress, patient with ourselves, which I think is very overlooked, especially when we're going through, um, you know, achieving a goal or looking to accomplish something in our lives and not only patience for ourselves, but compassion for ourselves as well. To be compassionate to say, you're compassionate to say, hey, look, you've done this for three months. We haven't seen the results yet, but guess what? That's okay. I still believe in you. I still believe that you can make those choices to help you get to your goal. Let's keep going forward. 
And compassion, I think, is a huge, huge thing for each of us to ultimately help us get to our goals. And those lessons, those critical lessons that we learn in the light, in the weight are so important as we become who we are meant to become and create what we want to create in our lives. We need to go through that weight. We need to learn those lessons to then become more and more of who we are meant to be and to have more of it and achieve more to achieve those goals, right? Sometimes we may look at someone that has achieved great things in their lives. I think of like Olympians and you think, oh my goodness, they, they are doing things with their skills and their abilities that are just incredible. But what we don't see is the weight they did. And then we don't see what they had to do and become in that way, the skills they needed to learn, the lessons they needed to learn to finally be at their peak performance as an Olympian. We didn't see the hours of practice. We didn't see the their what they had to go through in their own mind to say, well, I'm not progressing. And it's like, you know, let's be compassionate with ourselves. Let's keep moving forward. We don't see the daily effort that they put in. We don't see the patience they had to learn, the compassion. We don't see the sacrifice, the delayed gratification. We don't get to see any of that. We just get to see the end result. We think, oh my goodness, that's amazing. And I think it's really easy for us in our own minds to be like, oh, they just, they were able to do it. It didn't, it didn't look like it took very long, but it really did because we didn't get to see the weight. We just got to see the end result. And I found too, as I was slowing down because of my illness, I needed to learn the lesson of relying on something greater. For me, I need my voice (laughs) to do my work. I'm always on Zoom, whether I'm talking to clients or sharing this wonderful information with you or um, reaching out to others about opportunities. I need my voice to do the majority of my work. And in this illness, There were times I could not speak because I was so swollen in my throat and I had to realize and rely and grow this lesson of faith for me to rely on something greater than myself, knowing that it's going to work out, knowing that my businesses can still thrive even when I can't do as much as I want to, knowing that opportunities will still come my way even if I can't go 100% every single day or what my mind thinks is 100% every single day or accomplishing so many things on my list. And what I found to be so beneficial is that allowing and giving myself that space to not only rely on something greater than myself, but then giving my space, myself space for time and saying it's okay to wait, doesn't all have to happen right now, was a huge gift. And it took a weight off my shoulders. So especially as you're going through and looking at the weight and saying, why aren't my things happening yet? Why aren't I not accomplishing my goals? Why is it taking so long? Give yourself permission to be okay in the weight. Give yourself permission to say, it's going to be okay. It's going to work out. I'm going to continue to do these steps every single day and I will get to my goal and have faith that it will happen. And sometimes it's hard to give up that control, but I promise there's going to be a release of pressure to allowing ourselves just more time to do and be and become, which is beautiful. 
And we really do underestimate what time can do for us. Sometimes it's easy for our brains to think, well, in this way, it's going to just take too long and I won't accomplish anything. And it's just going to be too much. And if I wait this long, you know, what's that going to do for the life I want to create? I don't want to wait, right? (laughs) But we really can accomplish incredible things over time if we give ourselves the space and compassion to do so. I love this picture of this mom in a graduation outfit, just graduating and having her daughter there. And I wanted to use that as an example because I think we look at something like a university or a degree at a university is it's going to take time. It's going to take time. Normally a university degree is around four years, but especially if you're raising a family or going to a higher, higher levels of education or depending on the, the field of study you go into, it could take much longer. But the majority of people going in to get a degree at a university know that. They know it's going to take years to accomplish their goal. And what I think is so fascinating about that is then they're not stressed when two months have gone by and they're like, well, I've worked really hard for two months, but I don't have my degree. They don't really take on that stress and that worry because they go, no, I already know it's going to take years to complete. And I think that's what we need to remember in looking at our own goals and the things that we want to achieve is giving ourselves the permission to have time and be okay in that time. Just like someone going to university, just knowing it may take years and that's okay. And what's so important is the very small, almost seemingly insignificant steps we take over, you know, each day over time makes huge results in our lives. But sometimes when we're in the weeds of it, when we're going through the hard, it's hard to see what that converts over time. So let me go back to the example of saving. Let's say you're you're looking at your budget and saying, okay, all I can save is a dollar a day. Okay. We all start somewhere and you start putting away a dollar a day. Now you might look over the course of a week and saying, well, I only saved $7. This is really not helping me get very to my goal very quickly. Is this really going to work? Is it important to keep up? It seems kind of pointless because I'm really not saving that much, but keeping consistent by saving that dollar a day over the course of a year, you've saved $365. And then you might notice, well, what can I do with $365? Or you might even start developing that skill and start to increase that amount. What if I do $2 a day or $3 a day? Over time, that can add up to huge results. But if we only see it in increments of a day or a week or a month, that's going to seem like you're not getting to your goal. But in doing those steps consistently, it adds over over time and you'll be amazed at what you can accomplish over time. But willing, being willing to wait to get there. And the other thing I wanted to address here is that we don't have to be miserable in the wait. I think sometimes we look at waiting as something awful or something terrible or that something has somehow gone wrong that we have to wait. But we get to enjoy the wait We get to enjoy the here and now as well as in the future. And this is something I too am learning and embracing as I move forward that 
I don't have to wait to be happy or to enjoy my life. I can enjoy it now. And this other revelation to me that I've heard from some of my mentor life coaches is that life is not going to be better there when you accomplish your goal than it is here. And at first I thought, well, how is that possible? You accomplish your goal. You're either bringing in more money or maybe you're on a health journey and you accomplish your health goal. Doesn't it seem like things will be better then? But what they were able to help me understand is your brain is always going to find problems to deal with in your life. And let me give you an example. So when my kids were really small and they were um, toddler stage or in the diaper stage, I just felt like, oh, once they're out of this stage, life will be just so much easier. I'll have more time to myself. I won't be so stressed and overwhelmed. Well, guess what? (laughs) Um, A few years later, even though they were in elementary school getting into junior high, yeah, maybe we didn't have to worry about the diapers or as many temper tantrums, but there was other things we needed to address that I didn't know needed to be addressed. More emotional, more help with schoolwork, more schedules that I needed to work out instead of just having my kids home all the time. And I'm not saying that, oh, each section of our lives, each (laughs) phase of our lives is going to be miserable, that there's always problems to deal with, but just inherently our brain looks for things to be solved. That's the way our brains are designed. So it's always going to look for what can I fix? What can I solve? What can be improved? But here's the great thing is that we can enjoy every part of our lives if we choose to. We can find the good. We can celebrate the steps we're making each day. We can congratulate ourselves on saying, hey, look, you chose today to eat healthy. You chose today to save a dollar. You chose today to be present for your life. That is awesome. That is awesome. So good. And you can enjoy that in the process of waiting as you're learning, as you're growing. And yes, you still get to enjoy the time where you accomplish your goals too and get the results that you want, okay? And what's so incredible about all of this is that what you think about your life will translate into your life. What I mean about this is what you think and believe about you and your life, it will manifest in your life. Now, maybe not immediately, sometimes it is, but those thoughts and your beliefs translate into what you feel and what you accomplish, the actions you take and the results you receive. So if you're thinking my life is abundant and I'm learning and growing and life is such a gift, you're going to find in your life that abundance. If you're always thinking life is scarce or my money's scarce, there's never enough and life is so hard, you're creating that heart in your life and that scarcity So that's why we talk so much about beliefs and mindsets here, especially with our money that has a direct effect on what translates into your life. And you have the power to change that at any time with any situation, which is amazing. I love thinking about that, that you have the power to look at any situation and choose what you think and feel about it, which completely then gives you the power and control on how you enjoy your life. And when you think of things, so I have an example here. So when you think the weight is no longer hard, if you think, oh, I hate waiting, but you think, you know what? Waiting's kind of cool. I get to learn so much during the wait. I learned to become, I'm going to 
be able to still enjoy my life in the wait. Then you can focus on faith, gratitude, and joy along the way instead of the hard. Isn't that so freeing? I love it so much. And I wanted to end with this quote. Every day is a bank account. And time is our currency. No one is rich. No one is poor. We've got 24 hours each. And that's by Christopher Rice. And I love that, that each of us have 24 hours a day that we get to use to help us create the lives that we want. I hope all of you have a beautiful week, my friends, and we'll talk to you next week. You are already working hard for your money. Imagine your money working hard for you. Imagine the freedom you'll have from not worrying constantly about your finances, enjoying the decisions you make with your money, and finally taking control of where your money goes instead of wondering where it went at the end of every month. I know this is possible for you, and I want to help you make that happen. Head on over to amberpetersoncoaching.net forward slash courses, where we will work together to help you create a life that you love with your money. Also, if you're finding this podcast to be helpful, please subscribe. That way you will never miss an episode to help you create confidence with your money. Have a beautiful week.